Welcome to Ministry in Motion, a program where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. I'm Pastor Derek Morris. Our topic today is comprehensive health ministry. And I'm excited because this is a way of extending the healing ministry of Jesus to bless your community. And our special guest, Pastor Ted Wilson. Pastor Wilson, it's a privilege to have you with us for Ministry in Motion. It's a great privilege to be here. Derek. And I'm happy to have you talking about comprehensive health ministry because I know you feel passionately about this special ministry. Well, as Seventh-day Adventists, and especially as pastors, for which ministry in motion is greatly directed, as well as for others, all of us understand that God has created us and He has created human beings not just in a singular way, but in a multifaceted manner. Jesus' method of reaching people and talking with them, of dealing with them, was not just in a one focused area, but it was physically, mentally, socially, spiritually. And so as we understand the wholeness of the person, this aspect of health becomes so much more important. Now, as we fully understand and as scripture points out, uh, Jesus did a lot of healing. He did a lot of teaching. Uh, the Spirit of Prophecy points out that he did more healing than he did preaching. That's right. This means that the personal touch, the personal involvement with people's lives is so critical because that's where you really make a difference. You can preach at someone and give them all the reasons for uh, eternal life or an explanation of the prophetic understanding of a particular uh, prophecy. But if it doesn't uh, touch their lives and the entire experience with Christ doesn't really make a difference, it's just going to fly over them. Mm -hmm. So all of those things are absolutely critical but it's important to be able to help people live a full life and live it more abundantly mm -hmm. as Jesus has promised. So that's why it is so critical that health be a part of the outreach and the development of each of us as Christians and in our sharing uh, with others. And it is following Christ's method. I was going to say that's a good reason in itself that we're, we're following the example of Jesus. And, and I'm also interested in the direct command of Jesus. Uh, we, we, we know he told us to go and share the good news of the kingdom, but he also tells us to bring healing to the sick. Uh, he spent, as we said, more time doing that than he did anything else. Uh, when you read that he had compassion on the multitudes, when you read that he went about preaching, teaching, healing, you understand that this kind of personal connection is so important. Um, there's there's a, a beautiful quotation that is found in, in Ministry of Healing, page 143. Uh, usually we refer to the quotation about following Christ's method, which is part of that. But before that particular uh, section, there, there's one that's so important. And it says, everywhere there are hearts crying out for something which they have not. Spiritual, physical healing, whatever it might be. 
They long for a power that will give them mastery over sin, a power that will deliver them from the bondage of evil, a power that will give health and life and peace. You know, when Jesus uh, saw that paralytic come down through the ceiling, the paralytic longed more for the forgiveness of sin than he did for physical healing. Right, he wanted spiritual healing. Exactly. That's why the two are so, uh, so mixed and connected, you cannot separate them. And so Christ has asked us, especially in the big cities, use the powerful inroads of health to reach people, to find a way to touch their hearts and make it practical. So a person might say to you, Pastor Wilson, we don't have time to do health ministry. We need to tell people about Jesus. How would you respond to that? I would say that in, in helping them to live a healthier life and at the same time pointing them to the master physician, hmm. they are absolutely pointing to, to the one who has given them the laws of health, and who has given them the moral laws that will govern life in its totality. Mm. Jesus is the originator of all good things, whether it has to do with physical, educational, social, or spiritual. All of it is mixed uh, together in a very, very powerful way, and it represents a comprehensive health ministry. You know, one of the things that I think is really challenging today in many parts of the world. When Seventh-day Adventist ministers or others begin to talk about health, uh, many times people will say, well, that's just a very private, personal thing. Uh, uh, don't get too fanatical now. Uh, health, you know, just, you know, okay, we ought to be in good health. But we should never, ever feel that the principles of health are somehow separated from our spiritual life. Right. Uh, yes, we do not want to be fanatical in any way, and some people can take something and run so far over onto the left or the, to the right, they fall in the ditch. You know, the Bible says, let your moderation be known. But health is a vital part. In fact, and we can talk about this a little more as we get along, but the health message. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today, comprehensive health ministry. Our guest, Pastor Ted Wilson. Pastor Wilson, I'm fully committed to this initiative of comprehensive health ministry. I want to come back to why you feel so passionately about it. Uh, you were a pastor for many years. You've, you've been a church leader. Now you're the president of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Where did you discover that passion, and how did you see God bless as a church got involved in comprehensive health ministry? And Derek, I'm so glad that you personally have been such a leader in this when you were pastoring in Florida and other places as well, I'm sure, uh, because a pastor can make the biggest difference in a church as to whether or not health can be the right arm to the promotion of the gospel and the three angels' messages. If a leader, a head elder or a pastor, is reticent, is kind of hesitant about this kind of, of synergy in understanding that the promotion and the proclamation of the gospel can be enhanced by a 
a whole understanding, the wholeness of life. Absolutely. If they are hesitant, it'll be pretty hard for people in the pews to really grasp this. Uh, but if they're enthusiastic about it, it makes all the difference in the world. I suppose one of the first ways in which I was introduced to this, of course, growing up in the home of a pastor and a wonderful, loving mother uh, as well, uh, you gain a sense of healthful living. But uh, my father encouraged me to attend the school, it's now called School of Public Health, at Loma Linda University in connection with my seminary training. My conference agreed to that and they sponsored me. So in essence, I finished my Master of Divinity degree and also received a Master of Science in Public Health from Loma Linda. Uh, so the Andrews University degree was combined with a degree from Loma Linda. That has made a difference in my life ever since that time. That sounds like Christ's method right there Well, and Matthew chapter 10. And we are trying to encourage and foster that today because that program slipped away. But now there is a program at uh, Andrews University that focuses upon this. Loma Linda is giving tremendous emphasis in the area of comprehensive health ministry. So Wonderful. we are seeing institutions and we're seeing... Um, uh, churches and conferences and leaders becoming more and more involved. You know, the book of 3 John, there's only one chapter in that book. Right. In the second verse, a, a verse that I'm sure is familiar to many pastors, it emphasizes the importance of both of these things, spiritual and physical health. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Physical health and spiritual health, both so important. We come now to the opportunity for church members to be involved and, of course, for large institutions to be involved. So in that sense, health uh, outreach and comprehensive health ministry can be simple. What is more simple than witnessing to a neighbor or to a loved one about the eight natural remedies? You know, if you get enough uh, exercise and you drink some water and you get enough rest and sleep, uh, you trust in God, you're going to feel a lot better. You eat the right kinds of foods and not too much of it. God's going to bless you. It, it's, it's a law there. That's a simple approach and everybody can be involved in that. Then we have a complex arrangement where we have institutions uh, of, of great medical science and of outreach. And so you have these two extremes, but in, in essence, they are all pointing towards a very singular focus, and that is to help people understand that the God who promotes health and the God who provides you with salvation, salvation right. is the same God. Same God. And have you seen, you both as a pastor and as a church leader, have you seen examples where uh, this comprehensive health ministry really opens the doors uh, for reaching people uh, spiritually as well? Uh, when I pastored, we would run um, stop smoking clinics, uh, vegetarian cooking schools. Which is so... Uh, fashionable even today. Well, and you know, the, the odd thing is, and in the sad thing in some sense, is that secular people, 
people who do not understand the connection of the health message with, with the, the God who provides those laws and with the spiritual, they are fast surpassing many of the practical uh, applications of health that even those of us who understand it are practicing. So it's, it's, it's a time when we can really reach people to be able to, to help them. Uh, I remember one time, it was really interesting, uh, we, <laughs> we had somebody who wanted to, to be married. They were not members of our church. They contacted us, I guess, out of the phone book or something. So someone who was uh, uh, helping me, you'll know him well, he was one of the, ed the editors of ministry, Nick Saddlemeyer. He and I worked in, in Long Island, on Long Island together. Uh, we started a five-day plan to stop smoking in the basement of the church, helping people to get off of tobacco, turned the film on, ran upstairs, conducted the wedding, and before the film ended, we were back down again with the Stop Smoking Clinic. I mean, these are just examples of how you can reach out to people who have nothing to do with your own church, right. but they contact you for whatever reason. They, they, they want to get married, you know, and they're not members. So you, you provide that service. You're providing a health service. We have seen so many people touched with this precious health message. And it opens doors because people realize you're interested in them. And to imagine that uh, centers of influence uh, in cities and even in towns and villages, people could say, if you want to experience health in all of its fullness, you can go to the Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can go to this center of influence and you can you can experience all that God desires for you. Exactly, and, and, and in a few minutes, I, I hope we will explore uh, the idea that every church can be a health center. Uh, I want us to explore that in just a few minutes. And I want to talk about how uh, church members can be equipped to have everyone involved. What an important topic this is. I can imagine that Jesus would, would just rejoice to see us desiring to extend his healing ministry to help people to experience physical health, emotional health, and most of all, a living connection with him that will bless them for eternity. Our topic today, comprehensive health ministry. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today, comprehensive health ministry. And I'm excited about this topic because it's blessed my life. It's blessed my family. I've seen it bless a church and a community. And our special guest, Pastor Ted Wilson. Pastor Wilson, thank you so much for sharing your passion and conviction. Let's talk about how everyone can be involved. Every church member, healthcare professionals working together in a special mission. Yeah, well, we're both excited about this topic because it is so central to our outreach. It's following in Christ's footsteps in reaching out. And that's why the Lord calls every church member to be involved. This is not just for health professionals. We'll talk about health professionals in a moment because there's a special work that they can do. That's right. But everybody can be involved in this. God wants every church to be a health center. A place where in the community people say, oh, you've got that problem? Go to see the Adventists. Uh, you've got a problem with your child in terms of a rebellious nature? Go and see the Adventists. Uh, you, you need to lose some weight. Uh, you need to get a better diet. The Adventists can help you. Mm -hmm. You see, the, the Seventh-day Adventist church in a community ought to be 
and not just a spiritual center that's opened uh, only on one or two days. It ought to be something that is identifiable as really being a community center, a health center. Mm -hmm. In fact, that's what the health ministries department has been uh, advocating. Every church, a health center. Every church member can get involved in blending, as we've referenced 3 John verse 2, the physical and the spiritual. Uh, you know, you can start with something as simple as a vegetarian cooking school. If you don't have a lot of professional people in your church to try and explain things from a scientific standpoint, just start with food demonstration and just say, it sure has helped me, I think it'll help you. But certainly there are people within a, most churches who have some uh, health training and they can participate giving a lecture, whatever it is. This is part of God's plan to reach people, certainly in rural areas, but especially in the big cities, yes. in mission to the cities. Uh, the Lord has given us a beautiful outline of the work that's to be done in the cities and out of the cities. And in both of those locations, health is a vital part. Uh, in the city, vegetarian restaurants, health lectures, uh, cooking schools, uh, helping people with particular needs outside of the city, uh, a kind of a health center where they can, a lifestyle center where they can uh, attend for 10 days, maybe two weeks to learn how to to become a new person, not just physically, but spiritually in mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. So all of these things can be assisted and nurtured by church members themselves. And this is where health professionals come in as well. The Lord has asked that health professionals and ministers, I mean, this is ministry in motion, all right? That's right, working together. Exactly. They are to work together as a hand in a glove. Uh, there's a beautiful quotation from uh, a manuscript that Ellen White wrote in 1901, manuscript 117. Every minister of the gospel, I mean, we're talking to ministers in ministry to motion, in, in motion. Every minister of the gospel should be prepared to do practical medical missionary work, which we now term comprehensive health ministry. The medical missionary work is to be as closely united with the gospel ministry as the arm is united to the body. The reluctance shown to promulgations or to the promotion of the principles of health reform is caused by an unwillingness to deny self. So that's where it brings it right back to us. Are we as leaders, as pastors, yes. as health professionals willing to practice these wonderful health principles? Right. And then are we willing to blend in promoting these so that people will live happy, healthy lives and will be pointed to the master physician who can bring them spiritual experience as well? And that is especially important as we're living at the very end of earth's history. This Jesus is soon to come in glory. This is part of what God's asked us to do. He has, and uh, the wonderful uh, message entrusted to Seventh-day Adventists, focusing on Revelation chapter 14, verses 6 to 12, and some people like to include 13 as well, the verse 13. It's all God's message. And then, of course, Revelation 18, and that other angel that comes down with great power. The proclamation of these messages is what has been entrusted into our hands 
And God has asked and indicated that the health message is a vital part of it because it is a message of reformation, a message of revival, a message of helping people to understand the true simple principles of life and complete dependence upon the God who can not only give you salvation and eternal life, mm. but he can give you an abundant life here on this earth. And you know, my experience as a pastor, when church members get involved in that comprehensive health ministry, it changes their lives too. It does. Uh, people physically and mentally make a complete shift when they start to follow rules and principles that are heaven given. Now this is not working your way to heaven. This is not legalism. Just as your car and my car operates in a certain way and especially if you follow that manual that's in the glove box, uh, the same thing with our bodies. That's so God's desire for us. It is. We're saved by grace but that sanctifying power that works in us helps us to understand the laws of health and the laws of heaven. And you know, that's a message that God wants you to share with your community. As we think about extending the healing ministry of Jesus and sharing the good news of the kingdom, in fact, the imminent return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, what a message we've been given and what a privilege to share it. I want to invite you as a leader of your church to prayerfully consider and talk to your church family, how can we be a part of this comprehensive health ministry and bless our community in the name of Jesus? If you'd like to watch this program again, go to our website, ministryinmotion.tv, many other resources, because God wants you to be a great Christian leader, not only to bless your church, but to bless your entire community.